Uh, we haven't talked about COVID and vaccines and all that in a in a little while. Let's check in with Dr. Matthew Sims, Director of Infectious Disease Research at Corwell Health East, formerly Beaumont Health. So many names to keep up with. Used to be Tiger Stadium. Now it's <laughs> uh, Dr. Sims, how are you? I'm good. You know, that's the first time anybody's actually used the title from Corwell Health East. Yes, so. uh, I, think we're, I think someone's watching us, yes. making sure. We're very current. <laughs> slip back into Beaumont. Uh, so I want to uh, start by asking you about this, uh, the vaccine that, that's out now. And we're, we, we just heard this week that there's some disturbing new variants that are coming out that are beyond uh, the development of the one that this was developed for. It's a very slow reaction to this latest vaccine. You know, people are not rushing out and getting it by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, should they be? I mean, given the fact that we now know that it doesn't keep you from getting COVID, the, the, the country is rife with stories of people who say, I got my vaccine last month and then I got COVID. In fact, I'm one of those people. Yeah. Uh, so why should they? Oh, okay, so... No vaccine 100% keeps you from getting a disease. Well, this one doesn't. As not even 50% can, well, keeps you from getting Well, as best we can tell, it is better at keeping you from getting um, Omicron, the four and five, than the older vaccine is. It makes you make better antibodies against those. Now, I hope that should translate into decreasing the overall number of people. Now, remember, the old vaccine is, is only... Right after, you you know, two weeks after you get it, it's only about 50% or so uh, protection from getting infected, right? So there's, there's a lot of people who get infected. What it does do is give you better protection against getting really sick or getting hospitalized or dying. And this is expected to do even more for that because, again, it makes you make antibodies that, that are specific to Omicron. It's like having a jigsaw puzzle where the pieces don't quite fit versus the pieces fit well. Now, these right? two Your new antibodies COVID va- should these, fit well. These two new COVID variants, uh, yeah. are, are they Omicron variants? Would they? So they're Omicron subvariants, and they are, they are sub-subvariants. They're subvariants of BA5, which the vaccine is made against. So the new vaccine... And they do clearly have immune escape to the old vaccine and to infections with like earlier Omicron, like BA1, BA2, BA3. But because the new vaccine is specific to BA5, the hope is that it will still protect against these new variants, BQ1 and BQ11. That being said, we don't know 100% for sure because, you know, we're, we're these, these new variants have just hit. So there's a lot to learn, just like every step of the way in this pandemic. All we can say is it's the closest match we have. Well, I'm Mm. reading where it says it's already known to escape antibody immunity. So the monoclonal antibody treatments that they used to use, you know, they're they're useless against this. So Evusheld and Beblitoximab were the last ones that were active against uh, BA5. Um, Evusheld was already not active against BA4. Beblitoximab, uh, excuse me, Bebtilovimab uh, was was pretty much active against every variant up till this one. Now I haven't seen the hard data to say it's not active. I've just heard people say that it's not active is until this, I see the actual new... experiment. 
that says it's not. I, I'm taking that with a little bit of a grain of salt. Is this um, new strain? Is this new strain more, less, equal in terms of the potential deadliness of it? As far as we can tell, the deadliness is about the same. Again, it's new, so take take everything I say with uh, from the lens of we're just starting to learn about it. Mm-hmm. But what is clear is it spreads faster and it does escape the older immunity. Mm. Um, and that's, that, that was that what was clear. true of BA4 and 5 too. That and that was true faster. of BA4 and 5 also. Yeah. So it just keeps getting faster. Mm. That's what you select for, right? Anytime the a new variant or a new subvariant erupts, it's got to be faster than the old one or escape the immunity of the old one right. or it won't overtake Which leads it. to the obvious question. Where's the end to this? Is there an end to this? I think everybody yeah. listening is, 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 is reacts to what you just said the same way. Oh, well, this one's faster. So we get, we react to this one and we get shots for this one. There'll be another one that's faster and another one that's fast. Yeah. And, and so there's a few things to, to, um, to think about. Number one, um, the hope is that as we, you know, if we, as we gain more immunity in general, more antibodies to different parts of this, that some of those parts will still protect us, right? The goal, remember, is it's not as much about preventing you 100% from getting COVID as it is preventing you from getting really sick or dying from COVID. In that, in those cases, these the vaccines are very successful. In the beginning, they were very successful about reducing infection as well. As it's changed, it, it, it's not as successful. One right. of the things they're working on is looking for the spots in the spike protein that can't change, right? Because if you change them, it won't function anymore. Those things tend to exist. They're still trying to nail it down and then develop the, the, the monoclonal antibodies and the vaccines to specifically target those spots. That's what they're working on that hopefully will, you know, end this continued cycle. But, you know, until we get there, we just don't know. And is that the thing that, you know, when we first started talking about developing vaccines and people would say, experts would say, look, it takes four or five years, 10 years sometimes to develop a vaccine. Is that the 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 goalpost that they were talking about to be able to develop no, a vaccine that gets to the no, heart in the of original, it? in the original, the original 10 years to develop a vaccine is how long it takes to develop a vaccine when you're not in the middle of a pandemic where people are getting infected all the time. So part of that is, you know, I've, I've worked on several vaccine trials, right? You're, what the, the issue is you need to have so many people who, you know, so many people get the vaccine, so many people get the placebo. You have to see how a certain number of cases happen, and then you can look at who got the vaccine. Out of those cases, did none of them get the vaccine? Did all of them get the vaccine? Did some of them? And you can see the proportion that the vaccine protects. When you're dealing with a vac- uh, an infection that's not super common, or it's common, but you know we're not in a global pandemic where everybody's like, I want to be in a vaccine study, um, it takes time to recruit that number of the people, and it takes time to get to so that number of people. So you're saying you have a lot more lab rats when it's a pandemic, and you have no problem yeah, I wouldn't doing call the them lab rats. We have a lot more volunteers, participants. And, you know, we have to thank everybody, to be honest. Everybody who participates as a participant in clinical trials, whether it's for a vaccine or an antibiotic or a heart disease medication, 
because this is the only way we get new medications hey, doctor, that we know doctor, work and we know we're safe. Hey, Dr. Sims, I see a lot of people still say, well, this experimental is trial and it's not safe yet. We're going on probably going into our third year with these vaccines now. Is it now just like a vaccine like any other vaccine now and it's is just into the you know into the circulation. It's Except, not a but, experimental. But it isn't. It's still cons- because it's considered experimental. Isn't that one of the reasons that the drug companies are covered? That no one can ever sue them because you know this is all an experimental thing. Isn't that one of the reasons that they continue no, to keep so that status? No, there's a um, there's a, a law or a, uh, there's a, a federal policy or a law called Varus. Which is, you know, it basically says if a vaccine is considered needed for public health reasons, you can't sue the vaccine company. And the reason for that is if, if they could, it would bankrupt all the pharmaceutical companies and we'd never get anything. The federal government has a program to investigate whether or not these, uh, a side effect is linked and to, to settle any claims related to it if it is found to be linked. So, for example, the Johnson & Johnson blood clots issue would have been handled through that federal program instead of people suing the companies. So, and my question then is, 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 so is the vaccine not just like a regular vaccine and it's not the experimental anymore? I know it qualifies as, but it's not the experimental. It's just a vaccine now. It, it's, by the FDA, it's still under what they call an EUA, which is an emergency use authorization. At some point, just like they did with remdesivir, hopefully they will move that into uh, well, fully approved. Why now, haven't I think, they done it well, already? Well, again, I think because they keep, they're changing the vaccine because the variants. At, at this point, you know, the original vaccine is not as good as the, the bivalent vaccine, right? And then, you know, we may need in the future a trivalent vaccine. And it's evolving so quickly that I think that's the issue is, you know, there it's evolving a, uh, so quickly, they want to get to one where we're pretty sure it's going to be stable for a while before they say, okay, it's time. Now, there was a hearing in England where they uh, brought people from, I believe it was Pfizer, and put them on the stand and said uh-huh. to them, um, did you have any data that proved that the vaccines would prevent the transmission of COVID before you introduced it? to the public and they admitted they did not which was shocking when you to to the average person to hear that you know well we were we were in a hurry we had to get it out but yeah in fact we have the cut right here here it is was the pfizer covid vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market if not please Say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanisation before um, it entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. How do you account for that? I mean, it's not your fault, but, but I'm just asking you. Sure. How do you account for that in, in, in the medical field? That we certainly when they bought those vaccines out, nobody was saying that out loud. And now they're saying two years later, three years later, oh, we didn't know if it was going to stop it or not. But, you know, we were in a hurry, so we had to get it out. So I will tell you this. The ultimate purpose of that vaccine was not to stop transmission. It would have been amazing if it stopped transmission. 
that would have been incredible. The purpose of this vaccine is to save people's lives. Yes, but the, the president death. of the United States came out and said, if you take this vaccine, you won't get COVID. He's on tape saying that. And many, and, many and people at lower, lower rank than him said the same thing. And and that's fine. And what, what fine. I would have said is, well, no, 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 it's fine that the president, who is not a scientist, who, you know, probably shouldn't have said it that way, said that because what the studies showed was it was 90 some odd percent effective and it's changed with each variant etc but in the beginning it was those the mrna vaccines were in the 90 percent effective of preventing death and they were in the lower they were a little lower in terms of preventing well then death, why would the uh, pfizer infection. person why, why would the pfizer person say no we didn't know if they were effective or not no, no, he didn't. they didn't say they didn't know it was effective. They were effective vaccines. What they said is they didn't know if it would stop transmission stop from transmission. one person to right. another. That's a very different question than yeah. were they effective. They were absolutely effective when they entered the market. But they didn't know if they stopped transmission, and we were told when they were introduced that if you get this, you won't get COVID. That's stopping transmission. No, it's not. Stopping transmission, you getting it, so you're, mis- you're misinterpreting what, a tra- what it means to stop transmission. If you get it, what you're stopping is that person is protected. So the person who's vaccinated should not get COVID. Now, right. it was not 100%. There is no vaccine. There is no vaccine that is 100%. There is no drug therapy that well, is 100%. All right, what, what am I missing? If you have a headache she, and you take aspirin, you don't lose the headache. But what, what am I missing? That if she means said- that... That, what that means is that if a person has COVID, you know, that if every, you know, everybody gets vaccinated, that it will stop transmitting from person to person to person and spreading. It will reduce transmission, and it clearly did reduce transmission. It did not stop transmission. Okay. And, you know, again, vaccine, the only vaccine in the world that has completely stopped transmission was smallpox vaccine because there's no such thing as smallpox in the world anymore except in frozen samples right Mm. so that nobody gets smallpox anymore because that vaccine was 100 percent effective in stopping transmission and stopping infection there's no more smallpox every other vaccine is could be very effective or just partially effective the pneumonia vaccine there's still pneumonia. The flu vaccine, there's still flu. There's still spread. But it is much lower in vaccinated people than in non-vaccinated people. And the same goes holds true for the COVID vaccine. The COVID vaccine prevents infection not as well as it prevents death. So in other words, you may still get infected if you have that vaccine. You are much less likely to get very sick and you are much less likely to die. And how long will, even on this new vaccine, those benefits last before you need to go get another vaccine? So just like the flu vaccine and many others, you, we will probably need boosters. How often we're going to need boosters in the end is not clear. The best estimates are we're hoping that it will get to once a year like flu. And every so often they're probably going to need to change it because we'll have new variants, just like we do you know, the pneumonia vaccine, the Prevnar, that, that, that is used for kids and adults, right? It started out as Prevnar 7 because it covered seven strains. Then it went to Prevnar 13. Now it's Prevnar 20, right? That's not a failure of the vaccine. It's expanding the vaccine to cover what's circulating now. 
So one of the things that happens is as you vaccinate people and make them not as susceptible to whatever strains are floating around, other strains that are not covered by that vaccine will become more common. We see it with pneumonia. We saw it with and, and I, I assume uh, we see it with everything. And I assume it's natural part immunity. Of natural immunity. If you've had it, uh, it's it's the same thing that that, same that thing. runs its course. Right. Same thing. Natural immunity will last so long, and if there's a new strain that evades that natural immunity, like Omicron did, like BA five does to BA one, right? Um, you know, then. Yeah, the natural immunity. That's why people who have who have been infected but not immunized still get new infections. Do you have any protection them... against the most serious consequences? You like, do. Like, you have some from right? natural and it's immunity. And it's not as high as if you're if if those people who got the native infection also got vaccinated. Yeah. That those studies have been looked at where. People who have been infected and get vaccinated have even higher levels of antibody. Right. Well, obviously, still many questions on this issue. There's lots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are, and, and it's a very complex. It's a very complex issue. Uh, and you're a smart guy, and you still didn't quite understand the transmission issue. Well, I understood so that the president. I understood what everybody. the president said, and and as I'm not sure. a scientist, but I understood that when the president of the United States tells you that if you get this you won't get you won't get omicron that's not nice or that's not okay and that's not well he's not a scientist he shouldn't have said it he shouldn't have well, said it and people and people at his at, at, at other levels of government who we listen to and trust shouldn't have said it they should have said this will not necessarily keep you from getting the the virus and and that's not what he said he said if you get it you won't if you take the vaccine you won't get covid and that's a lie so you know the, the words you, count no vaccine other than the smallpox Well, then the president day, needs to be told where, that. Well, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I can't disagree with you yeah. that if he said that, and again, I don't, I haven't heard that quote. I'll play it. Well, if, if we have more time, I'll go dig it out and play I, it. I understand. Just, and I'm just saying, I just haven't heard that quote. Right. I, I heard the quote when he said that, you know, the pandemic was over and clearly it's changed, but it's not over. Yeah. Yeah. Another you thing know, that he said. Again, that, that, I, right. I agree that sometimes people say things that are right. that are taken out of context or overblown or you know but the fact is this vaccine protects you it protects you better against omicron than the old vaccine did okay and that's what we Do- know dr Sims, we're gonna have to leave it it's there we're helpful kind of I know. several minutes over our, our time here uh, but it's an I, interesting I, conversation I, thank well i appreciate you giving me the time to talk of about course it. thank you for coming on as always uh we appreciate the information dr matthew sims from Corwell Health East, formerly Beaumont Health. Back with more after this.